ございます。Hello, it is the standard, the conversation, the blueprint, the CEO, Mercedes Money. And you are listening to Mangu Khan Salami podcast. So make sure you join and listen to it weekly. Hey, this is Roberto. You're back at Highlander Charter School with my steampunks from Highlander. This is another, um, what's the name of this podcast? Mangu Oh, excuse me, Mangook on Salami Podcast. It is our podcast on love and romance here with Highlander Charter School. It was invented at Highlander Charter School, and it's been doing dope things. Uh, this is volume three. And before we get into volume three and I introduce the guest, I want to introduce those steampunks from Highlander. Steampunks, please say what's up to the world. What's up? What's up? As always, guiding us through our burning uh, love and romance questions, uh, we have somebody from... The Katie Brown Educational Program. We have Mandy with us. Mandy, hi, hello. Hey, how's it going? Hello. I'm happy to have you, Mandy. Mandy, if you can scooch in just a little bit more. Uh, is scooch a word that everybody knows, or is that an old person thing? It's... Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it, but not many people use it. Okay, all right. I've been so so I'm old. Um, I wanna I wanna break down for you where we're going today. Uh, we've had a lot of conversations as we were preparing for our love and romance podcast, before we even knew it was called Mangu Kon Salami, a lot of things that kept coming up were red flags. And uh, here's one that had me really suspicious of my girlfriend when I met her, because I've had previous experiences. Because when you're a hot boy, people wanna act how they think they should act to be with you. So in the past, I've had people be like, oh yeah, I love comic books. Oh yeah, I love video games. And then you start dating them and it's like, they don't love comic books and they don't love video games. They just trying to like, they just trying to get with you. You know what I mean? They're just trying to say whatever they have to say. They're like a salesman closing a deal. So my current girlfriend was like, oh, who's your favorite wrestler? And I was like, my favorite wrestler? What are you, Brett, Brett Hart is my favorite wrestler. And she was like, oh, me too. And I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I can confidently say after several years of being with this person that either they are really good at a long con or she actually likes wrestling because we've been to so many wrestling shows. She just read this Bret Hart book that I wouldn't even read because it's yay thick, right? But do you see that? Do you guys see that as a red flag? Do you see like when somebody's acting, when somebody's fronting in a certain way just so that they could be with you? It's called resing up. It's, it's called what? It's called rising up. Rising up? Yo, what does this mean? It, it means like, you do anything to get this girl, right? No, it's not. It's not, 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 up is like, you generally try to like, work your way to this girl, to this, this game. Callate, nobody's talking to you. Do you, do you, this person's heart. Through, I want to say any means, but like, genuinely, I want to cause some people will like use tactics to like, say like, like you just said, they like Spider-Man. Oh, I like Spider-Man too. You've seen this, you've seen that. Types, yeah. This is so educational, cause I've been wondering what Riz means. <laughs> yeah, how do you even spell it, right? Like, is it Riz, like short like, for like resolution? R-I-Z-Z. R-I-Z-Z. What did you want to add to that? And then I, I see you on- All that came from someone with no Riz whatsoever. It's game. Why? Uh, they, okay. they said it. It's Why? Like, you know what? Are we saying? Are we saying that? Are we saying that Riz? Look at him. Same he, as Vita. Vita. 
Would you do you agree that Riz is the same as game? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or to like kind of like having like a playbook, of like basically these are the moves I do. I mean, he's there's different, different types of Riz. Uh-uh. Just okay. Hold on, hold on. I know we I know we wanted to get into red flags, green flags, but I need to know all about Riz. What are the different types of Riz? Please fool us. Riz, there's like regular talking, just trying to get to know a person, and then there's like trying to find things that you're having in common, which is what you mentioned earlier, and then just trying to build off of that. To continue. Leeway just said. Come on, stop what I just said. What are bad types of riz? Like stalking riz. Desperate. Guess that stalks. Like, 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 pick Hold on, one at a time, one at a time. Let's say the girl you're trying to riz up says, oh, I'm not looking for a relationship right now. And then you leave her and then come back a week later. And then you're like, oh, are you ready now? And then leave again or and then come back and stuff like that. What's that called? Strategy? Stop. <laughs> she said strategy. Right. Pick up rides. When does it go from strategy? Mindy, Mindy from the Katie Brown Educational Program. Our audience can find out more about the Katie Brown Educational Program where? Um, so we're on Facebook, but we also have an Instagram page too. It's, uh, you know, uh, the at symbol, uh, the underscore KBEP. By the way, um, for our audience at home who can't see what's happening in this room, she looks like the village people doing the YMCA dance as she's like oh, yeah. pantomiming all of these things. Uh, so, so please tell me, when does it go from strategy, Mandy, to stalking? Because they were talking about a fine line. I think definitely um, boundaries are a really important thing to remember. So if you feel like you're infringing on someone's right to privacy, right to have kind of like their own personal space in life going on, um, that's probably when we get a little bit into stalking. But in terms of getting to know someone, I feel like just like, I don't know, I don't want to totally throw myself under the bus. But sometimes, you know, like maybe like look at their social media page, see what they're about. But also even thinking about, I think that's sometimes my personal thing of like, let's see if there's any red flags here. Um, do we have someone who is, you know, blatantly kind of showing a side of themselves that looks dangerous or potentially something that um, I would not want to be around? Okay. Okay. Uh, just while we're, I just while we were on the subject, before we get off, um, if we're talking about mild stalking and the kind that happens with these guys are ninth graders, the kind that happens at the ninth grade level, what's something that just so that they can recognize stalking, what is a common behavior that does qualify as mild light stalking entry? I would say going out of your way to find things about that person that you wouldn't normally have known about, like maybe like, you know, contacting their friends um, to find out where their whereabouts are, where they work. I don't know, running a background check on them. Probably. So, so that's past Facebook. Like what, what we call what we call like Instagram stalking, that's past that. That's like the next level would be like, okay, I'm going to see you at work and those kind of things. Like let's say like making like a fake Instagram account and then adding them and trying to like, you know, pretend to be someone that you're not to. Um, yeah, I, I would say that would be stalking a little bit. Catfishing. Yeah. Memorizing their schedule would. That's something, that's something a ninth grader could do though. Memorizing someone's schedule. That's not hard. Wait, just big. Just, you know how many people are in this school? Yo, you're gonna have to follow them all day. That's so creepy. I don't know about that. So casual. Okay, so, so you guys, you, you know each other's schedule. It's easy for you to figure out somebody else in your class's schedule. Is it creepy if you got a crush on somebody and you change your class so that you can be in the same class with them? Yes. Mapy's oh, <laughs> like, no, that's strategy. Well, you know what? That's interesting, though, because I think that what that reminds me of is how much sometimes is like unhealthy behavior kind of romanticized 
in culture sometimes? Like, would we think that that's a cute thing to do? Like, oh, like they want to be around us. Would that be a funny story that's told later on in the relationship? That's or is it just straight up creepy and kind of stalkerish? You know, I feel like you know those Disney movies back in like eighteen eighties or however old that is, like back in no you said 18 somethings and then you pointed at me we had we had an older woman on the podcast last week who was born after the holocaust talking about the holocaust and you're talking about 100 years before that and pointing at me (laughs) back to the point though right you know um how they have a boom box and they like ask somebody's house it needs you type thing that's just the saying. Why do you have their house? You talk about the 1980s. The 1980s, not the 1880s. I, I got the them. 1980s. Your parents generated. You know what I mean? Got them confused. <laughs> that's a that's a big jump. That's a big jump. That's a big jump from uh. That's a big jump from cardboard boxes and breakdance into like slavery, right? Like that's a huge. That's a huge <laughs> difference. That's a big difference. What did you want to add? I think we were back here. The only reason he said that is because their skincare looks. Your skincare routine is like. Here's my skincare routine. My skincare routine is riding a uh, motorcycle without a helmet. Is my skincare routine. That's fire. It does not. Yeah. <laughs> it does not, not do amazing things. It's 50% plus that. Um, I want to I take it back to red flags. I want to quickly get into red flags. I was going to read a list of red flags uh, so that our audience understands like a starting point of what we're talking about. But as I went around listening to you earlier, you actually went through the list in order. So starting with you, what's a red flag? And then, and why is that a problem? Give me an example. And what's a green flag? A uh, red flag would probably be not wanting to communicate about problems and just wanting to push them off to the side because you, quote unquote, like how the relationship is going so far. You just want to get, not argue at all, just forget it. Oh, you want to stay in a relationship so you don't confront the issues that you have. So even if you have big problems with somebody, you're not gonna confront those problems. You're just gonna avoid the problems. Avoidance, does that count? Is that a red flag, man? Absolutely, for sure. Okay, what's a green flag? Um, accepting the problems and willing to like talk out, the, willing to communicate about stuff in the relationship, especially stuff that bother you, because most people in relationships don't wanna don't want to talk about the problems because they don't want to cause an argument or anything. Like, that's so true what he's saying. I have this friend who's like, who's like deep in this relationship, right? He, like, every time I try to talk about him, he's just pushing me on and saying, it's like, bro, be quiet, bro. Like, like, he knows what's up. He just wants to be, he just wants to hear what he wants to hear. He doesn't want to see the truth. Okay. Okay. Um, whereas, the other way to do it is to actually confront those things and have a conversation about it. So, okay, so you got a problem. You have a problem in your relationship uh, or our friend has a problem in their relationship. And what's the healthiest way to confront a person? Like, how would you handle it? Just bring it up. Don't. The longer you the longer you push it off, the worse it's probably going to get. Depending on what it is, the longer you just push it off, the worse it could get. That sounds like some really good advice that's easy to hear but hard to do. I appreciate yeah. you for saying that. Give me a green flag, red flag, in either order. Red flag is when they're like a little, con- like they're controlling, you know? Like if, say you're gonna go hang out with one of your friends and like they're like, oh, you gonna go hang out with that bitch? Forget that, you're staying with me. Like, why you didn't go be with that bitch when you could be with me? That's that's what you talking about. All right. Um, a green flag would be like the same thing that Elephant said. 
a green flag would be what, like communicating about it. Give me another green flag. Another green flag? Well, they're not like that, like, you know. I'll, What's the opposite of controlling? What's the right? The opposite of controlling is like. What's the right way just for you to be Just communicating, communicating. That's it. Yeah. Again, similar to what Elkin said. So now you're going to communicate your feelings about when somebody goes out. So if you don't want somebody to go out, if you want somebody to stay in with you, is the right thing to like just let them go out? Or do you say something, but you just find the right way to say it? I mean, they can go out whenever they want. It's like, it's not my business. Yep. Well, it kind of is, but like, not really. Okay. Uh, red flag, green flag. A red flag is not, not knowing what they want. The green flag is knowing what they want. Right. Oh, you guys are just saying the opposite things. Cause like it's when they, when you know what they want, when you know what you want, they're sure they're like sure about it and you're like they won't hesitate or make a bad decision or regret the decision you're about to make. And when you don't want what you want, you're like it's just there to cause the other person problems or stress. Can I tell you, um, stereotypically, half of all long term relationships are trying to figure out what to have for dinner. And nobody ever knows. That's half of, half, if you're in a long-term relationship, at 6 p.m., you're going to be like, what you want to eat tonight? And the other one's going to be like, I don't know. You're going to be like, just make up your mind. I want." Is that what you mean? Or do you mean not knowing what you want in the relationship itself? Not for dinner, but in the relationship. Like, in the relationship, obviously. I didn't think it was obvious. I, I, or I like, life in general. I think, okay. What's your idea? Okay, so, um, so it's important to know what you want from a partner? Yes. This is a personal question. Do you know what you want from a partner? Does anybody here have an idea of one thing that's important to them from the next person that they date? Trust. Um, I was gonna say, same music taste, because I'm not gonna be in the car listening to Taylor Swift and none of that. I'm gonna listen to my music and that's it. You wanna listen, you want somebody who likes the same kind of music that you do. Is it a deal breaker if they like Taylor Swift? Okay, likes Taylor Swift, and especially Taylor Swift. And after what they said about Kendrick Lamar, is crazy. There, it's coming. I don't. Care. All right, so you're not a Taylor fan, just to for the record. Who's your favorite? I would say J Cole, Kendrick, and obviously. So, hold on, hold on. Before before you say some dumbass shit, let me tell you that you're winning right now. You're winning with Kendrick and J. Cole. You're winning. And then you said what? Kanye. I did not. And then he said Kanye. The guy who got on TV and was like, Nazis are cool. Uh, that's your guy. All right. What were we just in that Holocaust interview? From? Yes, definitely. I think, I think I know. I think I know. I think I know what kind of girl you want to date. I think I know what kind of yeah. I think I, I think we got this. I'm getting a picture now. Explain to us the picture. Uh, I would like. I'm thinking of uh, picturing a Nazi uniform, and that would make any sense because he said the Holocaust is a real. That well, that right, right. But he didn't say Nazis weren't real. But that's a whole separate thing. You said trust is important for you. I realized that I wanted like somebody who could be as close to my, if not my best friend, somebody who's really high ranking amongst my friends because I've dated so many people before that I was dating them because they're cute or because whatever, or because it made sense like in certain ways, but we weren't friends. Um, and the last person, uh, not, not the last person, but uh, the person that I spent the most amount of time with, we weren't friends at all. We weren't friends at all, but so many like other things made sense that made us, you know, kind of stick together. 
but that made me realize how important friendship is like in that in that relationship that's what i wanted what's the most important thing to you in a future or current relationship well i was i was actually just you guys had so many great things to say i was writing notes over here um because yeah like i think even just thinking about not only wanting someone who can be your best friend but also someone who is a good friend um something that sometimes that i've learned to look for is that you're getting into a new relationship who are their best friends um, do they have like a core group of people or are they kind of a loner? Are they not good at making friends? Do they get along well with others? Um, sometimes even stuff like how they treat waitstaff is something that I consider. Thinking about how not only are they treating you, but how they're treating the people around them as well. Definitely something to think about. Does that matter to you guys how uh, how your partner treats the waitstaff? What's the waitstaff? The people who... Waitresses, wait. The people who bring you your food, the people who serve you... Uh, not just in restaurants, but the people who serve you in general. Um, to be honest, I care, but so people are like the obsess about like if they tip. Yep. Because if if I what is what is the if if I like spend what, wait wait what do you mean if they tip? Do you mean how much they tip? Yeah, and that's not yes or no. Do no, they tip? if they tip? Okay. Wait, if they tip, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they if I'm like spending money yeah. on both of us, yeah, and it costs like a fifty dollars, sixty. The meal comes out to fifty dollars. Okay, I'm not trying to tip the waiter. I'm not trying to waste more money because you don't tip when you're paying bills. You pay the exact amount. Depends. So uh, th What's this thing that's that's a whole different topic. We right. did learn. I, I see you. I'm going to definitely come to you. Uh, I just want to point out. We did learn recently. Steambox, as you know, went to Japan uh, and and in Japan and several other countries I've been to. You do not tip because the wait staff gets paid an honest salary. So here the wait staff does not get paid an honest salary. They live only on your tips. So it's really, I really like how it is in other places, not because I don't want to tip, but because I like people earning an honest wage. But here, if you don't tip, um, somebody else is not going to get paid in that way. So just wanted to point that out. What did you want to say? For me, it's like I'm going to tip no matter what. It's usually like 20 to 50% range because... 50%? You got it, I think. On that $50, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. And if you got it, I think that's nice. On that, just for clarity, for here and our our people at home, uh, on that fifty dollar bill, that's uh, you'd be paying seventy five dollars, right? Oh, your math is sharp. But like, you know, if you think about it, they live off of that, and I don't know when I will become a waiter or a waitress or something like that. So I'd rather be good and set like a good karma for myself if I do become a waiter. And you know, they live off of like three dollars twenty five an hour. That's not much comparing to this current inflation all of that and it's really like not bad it's kind of bad when you make in 725 and you spend a whole hour helping this person and they yep. give you like five dollars you're living off of 725 an hour if somebody's looking for a 14 year old man who a 15 year old man who is interested in really good hip-hop and some questionable hip-hop uh and is a baller and willing to go big on tips uh we got him right here at highlander riz Riz, Riz, is Riz out, Riz to the max. Uh, yeah, cool, he's here. He stakes three, he, 
He no. <laughs> about the Zambo. Um, matter of fact. Is that Riz? That's Is this Riz? Has Riz that, now become the same thing as Cap? Like, are these things all forging? The hot. He's like, they're putting up all. They're putting up all. All right. So, uh, green flags, red flags. Oh wait, you you talked about it already, right? You got to listen to the same music. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. For me, you know, it's like faking something that you don't want to do. Cause I'm in the spur running type of person. I will like see a random person on the street. I'll be like, yo, what's up? You know, like talking. Not even like talking, I'll be like trolling them. You know, not those like pranksters, like YouTube pranksters. What am I hearing? What? <laughs> YouTube pranksters that be like, they be talking to random like 40 year olds and be like, they troll them or saying stuff like that. I try to copy that because that's how I learned to socialize. So if you can't. That explains a lot. I <laughs> I learned so much right now. But like, if you can't do that or you can't like be with me at that time, then I don't feel like I could be honest with you because most of those times I'm more honest when I'm talking to random people who have no relation. So like my parents, where they can tell my parents about what I'm doing. I'm disgusted with that. I'm like, oh, I'm disgusted. <laughs> I'm disgusted with how much I can relate to you right now, because uh, Spider-Man has this uh, thing where like when he's in trouble, when he's in danger, that's when he makes the most jokes. It's his way of coping and dealing with things. It's how he grew up. And I'm saying I can relate to that so much right now. So you need somebody who's playful, and you need somebody who can be playful with you and take you when you are playful. That's I. That's that's I. I mean. The way you said it uh, was prickly. It was prickly the way you said it. But damn, I can relate, man. I, I'm sorry that I can relate. What did you want to add? Um, I agree. But I low key, I need somebody that's willing to go on. Like, do you like going on amusement park? Um, like amusement park rides, like the ones that like put you on edge, <laughs> have you feeling you're about to die? One happy. I love like you're like you're on the edge. You're holding on. You're about to die. Your heart's <laughs> flying out of your chest. You feel like your soul's going up or down. I know exactly what you're talking about. Go ahead. I love, I need somebody that's like that. Because I, have, I haven't met a, met a single person in my life that's wanted to go on those rides. Because everyone else is so scared. Yo, I got you. I got you. Those, they, they are out there. They are out there. Those boys and girls are out there waiting for you. Um, I, I will say that mine won't even go on teacups. Because she did hear legends of how fast I make the teacups go and how my son at one point started floating out of the teacup and I had to like, <laughs> because I never think, but, but yeah, mine, mine is afraid of uh, those rides. But I, I think, I think they get motion sickness, but I, I feel you, right? Like if that's not like for me, that's not a deal breaker for me. If I got my best friend, no, no, but, but I feel you, right? Like if that's something that's important to you, it's so important that you know what those things are. You know, like what Elkin said, I love like being close to death, not dying. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, the adrenaline you get from like doing that, because like last summer, I dropped off of like eight clips that were like 20 feet high. That was the best thing I've ever <laughs> done. That was crazy. But like, if you can't not with me when I'm like at my happiest or something like that, then there's no point in trying to continue a relationship when I'm at my lowest. All right. Uh, what do you think so far about all of this? Before we get into murder, uh, what do you think about what you've heard so far? And first I was thinking, like, all right, what's the difference between risk versus hazard? Like, if you're about to jump off a cliff, we're not sure if, how deep the water is. But also, yeah, like, I totally understand, like, that spontaneous fun. You don't want someone to basically be cramping your style in those moments. Um, I think, like, there is sometimes healthy safety involved, but maybe that's a personal preference. And it's interesting, too, even just think about amusement park rides, because I totally relate to that. I've dated people in the past who have not liked roller coasters, and that's been a total bummer if we've been at Six Flags. 
But I think there's also a difference between, you know, what's a perk? Like, yes, I'm so glad that we both like roller coasters as opposed to what's something that's like, all right, this is a deal breaker for me. Um, it depends. So it depends on how passionate you are about roller coasters. To be fair to that partner who I threw under the bus with the teacups, I, I do want to say that partner loves concerts. Uh, their favorite artist is Taylor Swift. And, uh, and while that's not a deal breaker, um, I am so shy and introverted that I imagine that her red flag for me, that what I trigger as a red flag is that I'm so introverted that I don't want, I'm not outgoing. I've, I used to promote and produce concerts. I don't want to go to any more concerts. It feels like work. Plus I'm like claustrophobic. I hate being around all those people. Um, so, so it's important that we know what our red flags are too. A question that I'll ask you in a moment, if what would they say about you is a red flag? Of what of them is like, if they're really, like really into astrology. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm a, I'm a Gemini and I can't, I'm not co compatible with, with a cancer. So, oh, too bad. And most, most tell me, tell me why, tell me why. That's crazy. No, you're gonna base your entire personality on the way the stars were shaped on the day you were born. How? That's I like my personal opinion on astrology. I think it can be fun, but I think it gets weird when people take it like way too literally. Like they actually judge people or like make decisions about their life based on astrology and mm -hmm. what the planets are aligning. Um, my favorite thing to do to people is ask them like, "What their sign is?" Like, "What's your sign?" Pisces. Ah. Uh, I, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I, so all right. So a red flag is not you suspecting that somebody's a murderer. A red flag is you're dating somebody, and all of a sudden you see on TV that they have murdered people and they're wanted, and you're like, "Yo, you're a murderer." <laughs> they're next. You're not there prison. Ten fouls are gonna be like tingling because I'm like really into like murders murder mystery like serial killers and stuff like that but like if i see that you're like like into it like you know almost everything that led up to it then i'm like there's a guy all the crime i see you uh maybe maybe a minute ago uh mentioned pen pals did you know have you guys seen how many people get popular after committing murder and now all of a sudden, like people are writing them and they all of a sudden they have seven girlfriends and or, or boyfriends or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, that's a thing. But that's not for you. You wouldn't date somebody who's in jail for murdering. You wouldn't. Would anybody here? Is anybody here? You'd be down. You'd be down. As long as they like Kanye, you'd be down. No, because like if I say no and I break up with them, I could be next. And I don't want to die. from like a breakup. I don't feel like dying from a breakup is worthy. But like either way, if we don't break up, my father, you'll be a good for your entire life. Like, I'm an accomplice with them at that point, and I must say like, oh, they forced me to do it if I ever get caught. So I could say attempted murder or accomplice to murder, but I'm gonna beat the charges. I would have been not guilty. No, you're still gonna get like I'm gonna some threatened to do it, so it's not real. Oh, so <laughs> hold on, uh, come back to your green flags. What's your green flag? What's something that you do want in a relationship? Like communication, trust, communication. What? Continue. He give you permission because the they're friendly to everyone. Okay, and you want them to be friendly to everyone. 
Uh, all right. And to me, that'll be really good because if you're not tipping people, at least they'll be friendly to the people, the people that you stiffed at a restaurant. Um, I, I busted chops uh, about religion. I went off on a weird tangent and I apologize. But let's say um, let's say somebody was not religious. Is that a red flag for you? Is it important for you to date somebody who's religious like you are? It is. It is important. I can't date someone who's not religious. You can't date somebody who's not religious. Because you guys can relate after that. Okay. I think that's interesting, too, thinking about, you know, I think sometimes the way I think of red flags is basically that's like evidence that there's something, there might be something bigger with that person that might be, um, you know, evidence that either they're, we would have an unhealthy relationship or like there would be like something that would really um, be harmful to me or if uh, me and that other person got together. But I think it's interesting to think, is that the same thing as like realizing that you don't have the same compatibility with someone else, like different music tastes, different um, opinions on religion. Is that necessarily not a red flag for that person, but just, you know, all right, yeah, me and you personally would not be compatible. Um, the reason I say that I can't date anyone who's not religious because there's like you religious, some religious people live by morales and if you don't have any morales, like you can cheat on your boyfriend, but if you're dating someone religious, that would like. Is it is it one of your beliefs that people who don't have religion don't have morals? Wait, can you can you rephrase that? What what, what did you say? That's what I heard was. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That if like some religious people have morals and some people some atheists that like some people that don't go by any religion some of them don't have any morals so yeah i think like what's interesting about that too because i can relate to that on the other flip side is i think sometimes you have to pay attention to our bias like are we making a big assumption about people who aren't religious you know are we thinking that they might not um have you know like standards or more morals on my end I think sometimes, you know, oh, if that person's too religious, um, are they going to be a bigot of some kind? Are they going to be, you know, not for women's or LGBTQ rights? But something I've kind of learned is that you have to kind of check those bias at the door because just because someone's religious doesn't mean that they're going to have certain um, opinions on certain things. Everyone's an individual. I will say that what I have found is that every large enough group has a-holes. Every large enough group has a-holes. So uh, you could be religious, and uh, I can I can list you a bunch of people who are a holes that are religious. You can be atheist, and I can list people who are a holes who are atheists. But but every group has heroes too. Even groups that even groups that I don't like, or historically we don't like, and probably ones that we've already mentioned. Right? You guys heard a story last week from somebody talking about uh, somebody who survived the Holocaust, and you heard about a Nazi soldier who actually. Uh, first, the Nazi soldier pulled him out and said, this child's too young. We, we don't want horrible things to happen to this child. And then so everybody has their moments. Everybody has their moments to shine. But every group also has people who are probably uh, just caught up. And I would say I'm personally um, personally, I, you know, I call out police uh, policing a lot of the time. But I also know that there are some people who genuinely like put on the badge and try to do good for their community. Um, so I think every group has good people and bad people. I think that's important to know. And I will say that the way you said it was not wrong. You said some atheists, right? Like obviously not all. So I appreciate that distinction. Uh, we don't have a lot of time. 
we have, I, I want to wrap up and I'm hoping that you guys will help us take a quick photo with Mandy. We can take a quick selfie. Uh, but real quick, if somebody was to, uh, if somebody was to say, you know, um, I wanted to date this person, but this is their red flag. What would that red flag be? For me, it's I play too many video games and I don't want to leave the house. I know that's my red flag. I know it is. Uh, and I, I fight about everything. Not fist fight, but I like to like, I, I do, I'm a fighter for justice, any kind of justice. Uh, I know those are red flags, right? That I'm a fighter and that I don't want to leave the house. What's your red flag? Thank you. Shooting down my idea, like, so I have ideals for life, like stuff I want to do. Yep. Stuff that I want to build towards, like a goal. Yep. I don't want, I don't need somebody telling me that, and I don't know about that. I feel like that wouldn't, like, you know, like, not, not supporting me, that not supporting me through what I, what I want to do. Like, even if it's not the right thing, yep. So at least I want somebody that's going to support me. It's a red flag when somebody doesn't support you. What would somebody's red flag about you be? About me? What do you mean? Some, somebody's like, hey, you know, I was dating Elkin, but there's this one thing that is a red flag. Um, I'm very friendly. You're very friendly. I told that's a problem. In a flirty way? I, I don't know. Not to <laughs> you, but to other people, maybe? I don't know if I'm flirting. I just... I, I've been told by, by people that I'm very like, cause to a girl I just talk to. What would somebody say is your red flag? That I'm too bitchy. That you're too bitchy, and then she rolls her eyes and confirms. I knocked up. I did not roll my eyes. I was looking at the picture. Wow. The picture that's way up there. Your eyes went from down to okay. Yes, I've been looking okay. at for like the past like. All right, all right. Yeah, I got you totally, definitely, one hundred percent not bitchy. I know, I know. I got your back. Uh, what would somebody say is your red flag? Uh, I say <laughs> not caring to one. Being like, what's that? We're not so not. Do, one of you want to throw one in? Go ahead. I'm a two-sided coin. I'm like half of the time I'm introverted. <laughs> then there's the up half where I met. Us. I talk like too much, but I do too much. Yeah, I hear, I hear that. I wonder what that would be called. Mandy, we got to have you back because we didn't have enough time to process. Mandy, do you have any like, give me like uh, two sentences, last thoughts. I just, I think the guys had great points. I think conflict and communication are definitely number one. Thinking about, you know, anything revolving around that, someone that you can have a good conversation with or good argument with is important. All right, Mandy, thank you very much. Mandy is from the Katie Brown Educational Program. Uh, Steampunks from Highlander, please say peace out to the world. That was like one person. What was that?